0: This is episode 103 of the Whispers Plant Spirit Medicine Podcast. I'm Amanda Nicole, and I have medicine for you. <laughs> I'm sitting here wondering how I can give you all that I have. My medicine basket is so full. <laughs> that would be my heart. My heart is my medicine basket. It is so full full and I offer podcasts and I've taught classes and there's social media and there are newsletters and I still can't figure out (laughs) how to get everything that's in my basket into your hands, your heart, your basket. So today I've decided that I'm just going to let it spill and see where it takes us. So, first, that's Holly medicine. (laughs) Uh, Holly medicine is a heart that breaks open and gushes, rushes, floods, spills out. That's a Holly heart. It's the way that you speak from your heart where you can't stop, it just bubbles up and you're just gushing. And sometimes, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, Holly likes to partner with Violet in that way but also Holly, as much as it's sensual and sexual, it is a warrior plant. When I was moving through my own um, divorce proceedings that were incredibly frightening to me, I was required to write my own affidavit to put into writing my own words, my own perspective, interpretation, experience of what had happened, and I didn't want to do that. S- some of you are going to understand what I mean when I say this. I didn't want to go to battle with someone that I had loved. You know, Here's this person that you've been intimate with, you've created a family with, you have history with. Who wants to go to battle with a person that's been a person of your heart that you've known intimately, right? But sometimes, sadly, in this world we live in, with the way things work at this time, that is required of us. And so the phrase that Holly gave me at that time was, suit up, suit up. And I saw in my mind's eye this image of from the movie, The Last Samurai, <laughs> um, where Tom Cruise's character is being dressed for battle by um, the woman that's there, his lover. And, you know, he spreads his arms out and she begins to dress him for battle. And that's what I saw with Holly. That's what she meant by suit up. Like you've got to. So do it in as beautiful a way as you can, as ritualistic and ceremonial as a way as, as you can, be as sacred as you can, but you've got to suit up. And then she puts a, she puts a blade, she puts a the word that I'm hearing is saber <laughs> into your hand. It's interesting though because it's a it's a battle, it's a confrontation where the other person may be rushing at you with like, you know, teeth showing and gnarly and like the blood dripping, right? And it's it's violent and like you're gonna get torn to pieces, ripped to shreds, right? But that's not how you go forward onto the battlefield. You go forward um, peacefully. Ready to pull your sword. Ready. This is part of it. This is what you're being asked to engage in. But peaceful, steady, even coming at them, approaching them with love, as impossible as that may sound sometimes, in your heart. Like, if you want to fight, then okay, here I am. But I don't want to fight you. And as much as possible, I will fight you. Um, with love in my heart, with whatever way love looks like, right? When it, when it fights, when it's in battle, because this is part of Holly is what would divine love look like if it were embodied, if it had a body? Well, as humans, bodies do a lot of things. And sadly, one of the things that our bodies do is they go to battle. So what does love look like if love goes to battle? Also, a part of this medicine with Holly that it showed me at that time was hippo, <laughs> hippopotamus medicine. And they were, I mean, how is it that I'm here in the upstate of South Carolina and hippos are everywhere in just a you know very concentrated amount in just a couple of days? And what I learned was that part of hippo medicine is legal support for mothers specifically. (laughs) So that hippo medicine where, you know, you look kind of quiet, kind of docile, taking a nap under the water. But when it comes to defending and fighting for your young ones, suddenly you're ferocious, right? But in a a hippo way, (laughs) in a holly way. So that's part of the medicine. Holly also has the medicine of... Um, being injected in some way injections and injections or like penetrations like shots that are like um, releasing things into the body whether that's physical or also energetic Um, so holly is like the antidote for that the antidote for the poison the poison that comes with an injection Um, whether that's a psychic attack or even physical there's an antidote there that's the word that holly's wanting me to use um, for this concept both tangible and otherwise of injection of poison of injections of antidotes and primarily it's like to kind of speak in maybe a doctor box sort of way an antidote for hatred like love is the answer as simple and annoying as that might sound sometimes love is the answer perfect love casts out fear It it is the answer so this injection that can happen um In my experience, a lot of times that is with the throat, like wanting to cut off this expression of love. So the heart rises up to to flow out of the mouth. But a lot of times the attack can be there at the throat or somewhere in the neck. So it's blocking the expression or the flow um, of creativity. But it can be in other places. So there's also with the um, injection, there can be spider medicine present in different ways or scorpion medicine present um, in different ways but also when we talk about this we can go into the realm of what we call psychic attacks and so these psychic attacks can also be remedied by black cohosh just extraordinary for this. And I, I think Matthew Wood speaks about it in some of his books where Black Kohash is for manipulative relationships or sorts of trauma and abuse where, like, the psychic energies are awakened a little too early. It's very connected, Black Kohash is to sexual energy that's manipulative and very connected to the lower spine, like right there, you know, with that curve that we have. Um, where you can almost see black cohosh roots just knotted and gnarly and, you know, nothing's getting through there. No energy is going to flow through this knot and this um, gnarly blockage. And so black cohosh comes and is able to untangle the knot make space there, so that the energy, the cerebral spinal fluid, the light, can begin to flow up and down the spine again, and in doing so, especially do what? Enter the, the womb space, enter our roots there. Black Coache is wonderful for when the womb space, the root space, um, can feel just empty, black hollow, um, but at the same time, full of something, but perhaps something we don't want. Right. But also just empty, like there's nothing left, like the, whatever energy was there that was life giving and vital has been sapped and taken, but also um, whatever is life giving in that space has sort of been pushed to the outer edges, to the periphery and is sort of there in the shadows it's not engaged um, like on the stage of the womb of creativity so black cohosh for bringing light into that space light into the darkness of the the womb of the root space and when I was working through some of my own trauma and abuse Black cohosh was one of the first plants to come, and it came with a song, um, which I probably have sung on some of my podcast episodes, Um, and it was through singing that I was able to bring light into that space. I write about that a little in my book, Flowers for a Girl, um, Plant Medicine and Sexual Trauma. So as much as black cohosh can reach into the, the womb and the root, then the energy flows up and also for the head. Um, for migraines, especially if we have some connections to the back of the head, uh, and a congestive, congestive feeling there where it's also just sort of bunched up even the energy at the neck, then it begins to open it up and to make flow begin to happen up and down where the energy can um, move freely. I'm pausing for a moment to see what else might like to come. Speaking in this way about black kohosh often reminds me of mother relationships because that's how I experienced it, this spider on the base of my spine and this blockage and knowing that it was mother energy that was there. Um, And one of the medicines that I've, the plant medicines that I've enjoyed for helping me move through some of the mother dynamics. That can happen in our lives is marjoram, a sweet little kitchen herb, but oh my goodness. So marjoram is useful for when we've had certain relationships in our lives and it was agreed upon that you do this and I do this and this is your role and this is my role. And then suddenly they're gone. They're gone. And whatever that dynamic was, whatever those roles were, whatever support you received, um, it's it's gone. And I especially experienced this with my own mother. I'm sure many of you have experienced it with your mother, sadly, or with others where, you know, I was this and she was that. And and if I did this and she did this, and I was taken care of in this way, and these were the roles that she played in my life, and these were the spaces that she filled, and then she's gone so marjoram and I remember the first time that I um physically met marjoram the smell the scent the fragrance oh my goodness I could not get enough of it I literally would just put it up to my nose and just take it in or bend over and put my nose into the plant and I remember thinking this phrase where have you been all my life (laughs) right so it helps us to move through that to grieve it um to recognize it, to find our own strength and our, our own ways of filling whatever spaces have become empty or whatever roles are now lost or missing. And this ties in very beautifully, <laughs> a similar medicine with Tulip Poplar. I love it. You guys know I love it. Um, tulip Poplar and Blue Heron Medicine. She who knows how to stand alone. It doesn't mean you will be alone. It just means that you know how. Because sometimes, physically speaking, we are alone. Um, We may have others with us in spirit. We may have others with us on the other side of the veil. We may even have other humans in this time and space who love us but can't physically be with us right now. There's all sorts of ways that we can find ourselves alone. And so blue heron, tulip poplar, she who knows how to stand alone. So I have to tell you um, a really beautiful story. Yesterday was Mother's Day. And of course, I'm not connected to my mom in that way any longer. Um, And if you listen to past podcasts or read my book, there's more to that story that you can unpack. And then I have six children, but yesterday my children were with their dad who doesn't observe Mother's Day. And, you know, so there's just, it's just never been that way. So there's no connection there. So they were with him over the weekend. And so on Mother's Day, I was alone, not with my children, and also not with my mother and no mother figure and no mothering. And, right. So it's just me and i found myself at the botanical gardens near me and you know i just went for like a quick walk before i had to do this or that thing because i was going to go to um have lunch with a friend and i see across the pond a blue heron flying in and i'm like oh my goodness there's a blue heron here and it's right over there you know along the bank like i can walk over to it which i I've never walked over to a blue hare. They've flown over me and beside me and around me. And there was one time, which is a story I don't often tell, and I need to tell more. Um, the first time that I had an interaction with the blue hair and it was just a few feet away, like three, four feet away in a creek near me. And I look up, there it is, preening flies over my head. It's really a magical story. I need to give more time later but that was like five years ago so besides that it's just flying in and out but i think oh i can walk over i can be with it so i walk around and there it is right and it's just a few feet away and it lets me come just a few feet from it and then it flies off because okay well maybe you're a little close but it's beautiful watching it fly and i can't believe i've gotten that close to it and i look down and right where it was standing it had left two feathers for me as a gift i was just like, oh my goodness, this is magical. I turn around, there's another uh, feather behind me waiting for me. And I think to myself, oh, this is such a gift. And I saw it fly to the other side. So I'm thinking, maybe I'll go over there (laughs) in a moment. And so as I'm having that thought, like, maybe I'll walk over, maybe I could see it again. It flies back across the pond and lands in front of me on the bank right there. I was like, oh my goodness, it's coming back like to be with me. And for the next like 45 minutes to an hour, we spent time together. It was just a few feet away, three, four feet away, um, looking at me preening it even did a little fishing it would move its neck certain ways like it wanted to show me all the different ways it can move its neck it would take a couple steps one way and like an invitation and i would slowly take a couple steps it was like teaching me you know how to do this how to approach we were having this like dance it walked up onto the side like of the bank and was sort of inviting me follow me come this way so i followed it up it stood there a bit it flew out to a little island did this beautiful little dance and all these movements again wanting to show me how it would move how it would be it made sounds (laughs) it was so beautiful then it flew back back to be near me again on the bank and we were together and as we were standing there together just a few feet apart a mother and her son were coming towards us and it was it was a little one so the, the child was small, so there was a lot of noise and activity, and I thought, oh, no, they're going to scare it away, and it stood very still where it was by the tree, and then the moment I thought it was going to fly away, it actually turned and started walking along the bank away from the mother and child that was a little ways behind us, and I could feel it saying to me, come this way, follow me, we can't talk here, follow me, <laughs> so I did, and it stopped By the water's edge with some irises that were there. It was the closest that it let me get to it all day. Like, if I had wanted, I could have reached out and touched its feathers. (laughs) And I just felt so honored. And then I said to it, um, you know, thank you so much for spending time with me today but i guess i should let you go now so thank you and then i said goodbye and as i said goodbye it slowly lifted off and with a low sort of flight flew along the edge of the bank into the trees like in a way where i couldn't follow it was saying bye too you know and so it was this beautiful magical hour just communing with this blue heron this bird of my heart. Tulipoplar is the tree of my heart. Blue heron is the bird of my heart. And it felt so magical and so sacred, just this communing. And it wanted to visit. It wanted to be together. And so later, I guess it was in the evening or maybe even this morning, I have this realization um, that among other things that were happening between the blue heron and I at that time, and um, among the other medicine that was being given and received, was... You can do this. Look at you. You can stand alone on this day. That's so charged with emotion, expectation, obligation, roles, on and on, right? On this day where so many, it's a painful day for them, a sad day or a lonely day. Um, here you are and you're able to stand alone, just you, not a daughter with a mother, not a mother with daughters or sons, either way, it's just you and you can be you today and stand alone today and enjoy today and have the, the beauty and the magic, the sacredness be you today. You see what I mean? Like it was just the most beautiful medicine of look at you, look at you, here you are standing alone, not grieving today, um, not feeling nostalgia in a way that's sad, not feeling angry, lonely, all the ways we can feel right in those situations, but just being you, just being your blue hair and self today. (laughs) So it's just a beautiful medicine, this blue heron medicine that I've most especially experienced with tulip poplar. That's where I found it. And then with tulip poplar, the beauty of peace and the morning dove medicine, which you can come through with that, and the medicine of the divine mother. And even recently, morning doves have been coming in, even two of them. Um, taking a little bath in my bird bath and today two of them they just like they just let me be just inches from them with my feet right there just seeing them and they've been flying back and forth across my window and just this energy of the morning dove and the blue heron of peace and of the divine mother and mothering and nurturing and also it is oracle is oracle medicine which is an enormous part of my experience right now as I not only channel tulip poplar but other messages and other medicines but primarily um, tulip poplar and then the morning dove as the medicine of promise (laughs) which is also tulip poplar with the rainbow dragon. And the Lyriodendris, the rainbow, the morning dove, the tulip poplar, this medicine of promise that we each have promises that we know we've received from the divine. There's a promise, maybe more than one to each of us, of what is ahead for us, of what our future is, of what the gifts are, of, of good things, of hope. of like visions brought into form, even as silly as it might sound, dreams coming true. We have a promise. Each of us have our own promises that we've been given, that we've received. And so part of morning dove medicine, tulip poplar medicine, rainbow dragon medicine is these promises are sure. We can believe them, we're not crazy. (laughs) And so we continue on with hope This is chicory medicine and the bluebird of happiness, that good things can and will happen to us and are happening to us. And this just takes us back to the medicine of Holly, American Holly, where we're reminded that we are always held in love, capital I, capital L. We come from love we were made in love we are made of love we exist in love we will return to love we are always held in love and it is possible at any given moment to make that shift to where we actually feel that and know it and believe it and embody it I could keep going, (laughs) but I think today I'll just stop there and it feels good to give you some medicine that's in my basket. I hope something feels good to you, sounds good to you, looks good to you, smells good to you, tastes good to you, that it's the medicine, like the very medicine you are looking for and hoping to find. So I'm going to end there and just invite you to visit my website. If you like, there are free offerings there. And by free, I mean, gifts, gift offerings, like, please, I want you to have this of wonder sessions. Those are plant spirit, plant communication series of sessions, one-to-one intuitive sessions, which is like what we would usually think of as an herbal consultation. And then the creative residencies are now open. They begin June 1st, Creative Plant Spirit Residencies, where you and I collaborate with the plants (laughs) to create. It's really amazing what they bring to the table with creative collaborations. So you're welcome to visit there. There is a money exchange suggested with those and you're free to move in and out of that as you like and as it feels good to you. And I do wanna invite you to these offerings because I would love to be with you one-on-one and offer this plant medicine in a way that uniquely fits you and your story. Because as Blueberry would say, the medicine is abundant. It's abundant. It's infinite. As many people as there are, as many stories, as many parts to the stories is as much medicine there is. I mean, you can just keep like nuancing, 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 a facet, 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 like diamond, 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 you know, over and over again. That's blueberry. like. It's generous. There is enough. There's more than enough where it's almost hard to hold it all in your hands because it's just pouring in with this abundance of beauty and magic and medicine. Okay. (laughs) I can feel it like, oh, more, 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 but we'll stop there. So until next time, bye-bye.